Just take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, our sister's ever stumble Pick you back up, life's a my speed, a sore spot We're still just trying to figure it out Okay, we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And we are sitting outside. It's an afternoon. It We're not doing an evening. We're doing a beautiful afternoon. Afternoon, again, outside at GB1 Studios. And we are going to talk about breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, just one of the wonderful things in life. It's the is. most important meal of the day. Well, you know, it is. You went right there, right away. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. It is the most important meal of the day. It's the most neglected meal, totally. I think. Absolutely. Um, by, by yours truly. By almost everybody. I don't know that there's that many people that really get up and and do the nutritious breakfast every day. Did you do that at any moment in time in your life? Have you Absolutely ever done that? not. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to not be on that side of the spectrum, but that goes for both of us. I think maybe when I was in high school, I would wake up and come to the table and there was some fruit and it was a bowl of cereal on most sites. Well, yeah. I, mean, I don't think that counts as the uh, nutritional. No, you know, and that's the thing is it, it, breakfast food is so fantastic. It's my favorite food. It's so versatile in my eyes. There's so many different things that you can have for breakfast that are so good. Yeah. The interesting thing about breakfast is that, you know, again, and I think it has to do with, and we can't speak for other people other than, you know, our family and, and the people we know. Right. Me personally, the situation was always, you know, I want that extra 10 minutes of sleep. Right. You know, so it now it's time crunch. Right. And you got to be at work at a certain time. Mm -hmm. So the idea of getting up and, and making some eggs and, you know, or some French toast or, or different things just didn't happen. You know, the thing for me, when I, when I want to eat, I don't like to be rushed while I'm eating. And so for me, waking up in the morning, again, getting, trying to get that sleep in because, you know, you have time in the morning. Everyone can have time in the morning. Yeah. But even certainly. then I feel like if I were to make it and eat it, it would be like a quick, it wouldn't be leisurely. I mean, on my days off, I eat, I eat breakfast. Yeah. But it's like the days I work. Well, you're not a morning breakfast. person anyway. No. So that's yeah. now by far. I'm the opposite. Yeah. You getting to work at 11 is, is yeah, really early. a push. Yeah. It's, it's a push. You know, it's a, you got to really wake yourself up. But, you know, the breakfast food, okay, so talking about eating breakfast, sure, you know, getting up, the days that you work, obviously, you know, on the weekends or the days that you don't work, having a chance to, like you said, you know, sit down and leisurely have a nice breakfast right, is just awesome. It's amazing. It's a great way to start a day. But again, it's, it's breakfast food is fantastic. Yes. You know, because you can go with, you know, the standard bacon and eggs. Right type of thing, you know, uh, breakfast cereals, which right. has been a staple in you know the Juby households. Yeah, U.S. Since, I think since I was a kid. You know, I wonder if it's uh, cereal. How cereal uh, is in other countries? If, oh, I don't know if it's popular. If it's used a lot, probably not. I doubt I, it. I don't know the the times that I've been outside the United States. The uh, yeah, that hasn't really been an option. No, the few places I've been as well not really seen around there and, and boy I, and we'll get into this in a few minutes yeah, some of will. the stuff that people eat for breakfast in other countries mm -hmm. wow yeah it's not going to happen for me <laughs> so anyway um so the breakfast cereal right you know there was always some in the house 
you know, when that you were growing up in, there was always some in the house when I was growing up. Right. And cereal is, I mean, there's so, it's a wide range when it comes to cereal. Cereal doesn't have to be, I mean, when I think of cereal, first thing that comes to mind is like very sugary, you know, and that's. Oh, I failed you horribly as a parent. What, that's what I think of when it comes to cereal. But the cereal that I really enjoy is like honey bunches of oats with almonds. Right. You know, uh, I mean, even um, Cheerios, you know. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, granola, different things like that. There's healthier options of oh, cereal certainly. as well that you can go out and get. But. Right. And we always tried to stay away from the radioactive stuff. You know, right. the, the Lucky Charms. Where it's Fruit happy. Loops and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the, the stuff. Count Chocula's. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. The other day, Heather had a, uh, a shout out to Heather, our executive producer. She should be on this podcast, but she's not. Yeah. Uh, because she loves breakfast and breakfast foods. But the other day she had a craving for Fruit Loops. Okay. Okay. So obviously there's no Fruit Loops in our house. Right. Which are delicious. I mean, that's. And for a lot of reasons that we don't need to go into, when something sounds good to her, I make sure that she gets it. Right. So off to the store, I went and got a box of Fruit Loops. And while I'm getting that, and, and she likes some of the other radioactive stuff, <laughs> uh, I realized that I've never once in my life had a bowl of Fruit Loops. Really? Yeah, or Lucky Charms, or any of wow. those. Any of those. They, Captain they, Crunch? No, never. Whoa. Never once. Whoa, man. Get into the millennial mindset and try to try some stuff out. Well, that Live stuff your life was around. A little bit. You know, there that stuff was around when I was a kid. I just never particularly liked it. Well, how do you uh, know that? Because you didn't have a no thank you bite. Well, yeah, you know, I just it, it didn't sound good. It didn't certainly look good. Well, it, neither it, did the things that I wanted to try when I was a kid. Looks scary. Oh, now don't go there. <laughs> we made you try good things. <laughs> uh, not that I remember. Yeah. You like some of them now, so yeah, obviously that's that's it did true. turn you on to the, the right thing. I'm just saying cereal might be your calling. No. But, you know, there are certain cereals that I, that I love and that I always have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there's that, you know, you... The you house... can't just say that and not say what they are. Oh, well... What are your, like, staples? What are your, the like, the ones you're just... It's every time. Uh, shredded wheat. Okay. Frosted? Frosted, sure. Okay. Is there another kind? Yeah, there's the big bricks. There's the big bricks. Yeah, and... I, I used to like those too. Do you, did you put sugar in? Well, you had time? to. I mean, you know, yeah. Because there's exactly. no flavor there. That's it's gross. You otherwise, know, yeah, it's just literally eating wheat out with milk. Yeah, gross. Um, raisin bran, uh, Kellogg Nut Post. Now, do you? I did. Were you upset when they doubled the raisins? Mm, no, I wasn't upset. But like the post, I think they sweeten the raisins. Yeah. You know, and I'm not for that. Yeah, they definitely have sugar, like little granules right. and like the grooves of them. Um, gosh, what else are my go-tos? Um, golden grams, I like. Mm. You know, sometimes I find golden grams to be a little too hard, you know, too crunchy. Oh. And, the, and it it bugs me. Yeah. Yeah, I can't have loud crunching noises Understandable. in my head. Now, I guess the only, the only cereals that I, you know, the sugary stuff... Used to be uh, super sugar crisp. Now it's like honey crisp. Yeah, honey crisp. Yeah, honeycomb or honey crisp? No, honey crisp. Yeah, it's like little, look like little kernels of corn almost. Uh, I believe they're wheat. Of wheat. Oh, yeah, but they yeah. look like 
Okay. They look like corn. Yeah. Actually, they don't. They look like wheat. But okay. Well, whatever. So anyway, they, well, they changed all the sugar cereals. Yeah. To, you know, either honey or, or something else, but they're basically the same. Totally. So there were some of those, but not that much. Now, for me, when, when I think about breakfast, if, if I'm going to eat something that's totally unhealthy, and this goes back to one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done, donuts and pastries. Oh, man. You know, that's breakfast. You know? That's, I mean, it's substance. It's a little bit more than just some grain and, and some milk. You know, um, do I say milk weird? I've Every been, time. I've been told that I say that really weird. I don't think so, but you know. Okay. It's hey, a, you know, screw the haters. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you don't have haters, you ain't doing something right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, but you know, it's substance. It's something, you know, I mean, it's a pastry. It's, 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 I don't know that we can sell this on basic substance, you know, cause it's, yeah. Okay. Well, um, but they're just wonderful. Yeah. You know, pastries and, you know, I, I've heard back from a lot of different people when I keep talking about butterhorns and they're like, what's a butterhorn? Yeah. And I, I, wow. I feel so bad for anybody that, that does not know that they've not experienced it. Right. You know, and if they have, they don't know they did. Right. Butterhorns <laughs> are, are awesome. Uh, they really are. But Danish. Yeah. There you go. You know, those, word. those kind of pastries. Now, one that, um, that I remember, and we were talking a little bit earlier about other countries. You know, I've been, I was in Europe for a little while, and every single morning we were force fed croissants. Like, that's the go to. Why would you be force fed? Croissant, croissants Europe. are wonderful. I, I mean, it, when you're like having croissants every single morning, you know, I had like three or four croissants because I was so hungry. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I don't, it's just, I don't see the issue. They, they were, I love croissants. I want to be honest with you. They they were really good. In Europe, the, the croissants are pretty good. Okay, so the whole forced fed thing. It was just, we, they, it was a lot. There were, It was every single morning. That was all we had, basically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was what other countries, you know, that's, or in Europe. You don't, yeah, you don't, don't want to know, know what, like what they were trying to feed me in Japan for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> we can get into that, like you said, in a little bit. But that, you know, the under the whole pastry thing, you know. Yeah. Kind of where they went, oh. their direction in other countries. Croissants are wonderful. Mm, agreed. There was a, what's that place? Um, Pleasant Croissant. Yeah. You yeah, it's like new that. owners now and it's not nearly as good. Okay. They had like jelly filled and chocolate filled. Oh, yeah. And just like different kinds of croissants. And it was just the flakiest, great filling, not too much. Oh, that, those guys that started Pleasant Croissant uh, in Tempe, they really had it going. I mean, they were theirs were so good. Weren't they sold out most mornings? Like yeah. You had to get there early. Yeah. You had to get there early and they had a wide selection. They probably had about 25 different types and the way that they would de de uh, designate which croissant it was, was the, the um, frosting that they would put on top right. would have a certain pattern. Right. You know, so a certain pattern would be, like you know, two circles with something the apricot filled or, and, or yeah. chocolate or, or this or that. So, no, those were the best, and they ended up selling the business to someone else. Okay, and they're still there. Yeah, but it, they're not nearly as good. Man, those are the mornings waking up and to some pleasant croissant. Well, before we head out to Mexico. Oh yeah. So I've been my whole life uh, a fan of pancakes as well. Pancakes, and you can't say pancakes without saying waffles. Yes, you can. You can say pancakes. 
Oh, see, I I did that. I just said pancakes. That's weird that you were able to do that so quickly. Yeah. After I mentioned that you couldn't. Yeah. Well, it's because I can, uh, and I have been able to for years. You know, Skills. Year after year. I like it. Pancakes, though. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're great. Buttermilk um, is this traditional right. standard uh, pancake. They they have gone, you know, and you can go with with chocolate chocolate chip pancakes. Right, but it's still Pumpkin. a buttermilk, buttermilk pancake with chocolate chips in it, or blueberries, or bananas, or different things like that. Now, pumpkin, pumpkin, yeah, you know, or sweet potato pancakes, yeah. or potato pancakes. There's there's a lot of different types, uh, but you know, my love affair with pancakes goes back when my uh, grandmother would want to take just me out to dinner, and and again, I you know come from a large family, right. So every once in a while, my grandmother would uh, would select, you know, one of us right. to just do a one-on-one dinner in Newport. Nice. And every time, she didn't even ask eventually because where I wanted to go was to the pancake house. Yeah. You know, that's where I wanted to go. That's the food I wanted to have for that dinner. Interesting. Yeah, so, that's, that's one thing I, I do love, you know, is breakfast. We talk about it and it's just, you know, it's breakfast foods are for the morning, you know, but it's just, they can be. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not. None no. of them. There's not one breakfast food that I'm like, I would not have that for at, dinner. At any time. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And I remember in Newport, there was, <laughs> there was a, a pancake restaurant called Little Sambo's. And you can't really have that anymore <laughs> because it was a, uh, a little African American. Okay. Try to be politically correct here. Yeah. Boy. Okay. And a tiger, and somehow they chased each other, and it, they made butter, and it went on the pancake, and it it was it was incredibly racist. <laughs> and you know this is back in the early '60s. Yeah. Oh man, that's so. Crazy. But there there were two different pancake places in I don't in know if Newport. Be laughing at it being racist. No. Well, we can in retrospect because it's not there anymore. Right. And at the time, it didn't seem to, you know, bother anybody in Newport. But then again, <laughs> yeah, I didn't talk with everybody, so I don't know. But yeah, you know, they're just, you know, I mean, if you, if you say that you can't say pancakes without saying waffles, then then when do you say French toast? Oh, the the trifecta, the the holy trinity. Yeah. Of of breakfast foods. I forgot about French toast. You know, French toast, I would say, is my favorite out of the three, but only when done right. You know, it can be very bad and it's a very safe choice yeah. going to any breakfast place. Exactly. If you're if you're going to a restaurant that you don't know. Right. And normally this happens, at least for me. Yeah. Uh you're on a trip. Yep. Exactly. So you know, there's been alcohol consumption the night before. Right. So you're a little hungover. Just trying to find Or possibly a lot hungover. Still drunk, yeah. In the morning. Well, still drunk is great because then you can just kind of <laughs> slide right into a mimosa or something. Right, exactly. You know, and, and maintain. But, uh, yeah, the the uh, the partially you're totally hungover and you're in a little cafe that you have no idea what kind of food they're going to serve you. You can always go with a French toast. You can count on that French toast. Yeah. I mean, even the worst uh, hack chef, you know, short order cook in a cafe can make French toast. Yeah. Um, 
I would say though that the French toast largely has to to determine whether it's good or not on the bread. What kind of bread? Right. Um, you know, of course you have, you know, your egg milk, you know, batter, which you can throw in, you know, your flavorings, your vanilla extract, your cinnamon, whatever else you want to throw in there. But the bread, you know, is the texture. Um, and you know, that's what, what makes it killer for me. Challah bread. I know. Yeah. is just, oh, killer. Just, it's just the perfect thickness. Yeah. Density. Mouth-watering, just thinking about it. Interesting story about French toast. When Zach was at Western, and I think even when he was in high school, but again, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, but at different times he had people over in the mornings, you know, team okay. teammates. Yeah. And I would make loaf after loaf of French toast. <laughs> and uh, I used Texas toast. Yeah. Oh. And, and they seemed to just uh, just love it. Really? Oh, yeah. Texas toast. Texas toast. Oh yeah. Wait, like the f- not wait. The thick cut. It just loaf. It's a loaf. It's a loaf. Yeah, Texas toast. Okay. I, I don't know. This first you're hearing of this. Yeah. Well, when I think of Texas toast, I think of like the 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 frozen um, like uh, garlic and herb text like cheesy Texas toast you would put on the side with like some spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. Yeah, that's. So that would be weird if you use that for no. French toast. No, you can you can get loaves of Texas toast, and it's just Texas being large. Yeah, I think is the reference. It's, it's large, so it's toast. thick. Okay, it's just thick bread. Okay, all okay. right, white bread. Anyway, learning something. Yeah, always on the podcast, <laughs> always on the Juby Take. You're always learning. That's always that's learning. why we do this, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. But you know, there's there's so many different aspects of breakfast right and you know again going out to breakfast and that's kind of the best because getting up in the morning you know as we've talked about obviously we're lazy and and we prefer sleep but right getting up in the morning and going out to breakfast and finding a good place that serves like a really good omelet okay i love omelets but i'm very picky yeah you know i hate the hard omelets well, yeah. You know, gross. I like mine fluffy. I think anyone would. And then, well, I don't know. Enough places serve it the other way. You would think somebody that somebody must like it. <laughs> but I like the fluffy omelet. And then the ingredients you put inside, I, there has to be the perfect amount. Right. And there's nothing worse than, than getting, uh, you know, like a, uh, let's say a, a bacon, mushroom, cheese omelet. And, you know, like the, there's a little bit of bacon at one end and there's some mushrooms in the middle and all the cheeses at the other end. Yeah. And that's just, that's so disappointing. That's just laziness as a chef. Well, it is, you know, it needs to be, each bite needs to be, you know, represented with all the food groups that are in there. Right. It needs to be laid out purposefully. Yeah. You know, so that you're, you know, making it. So there is a little bit in each bite. So, that's... Yeah. Every bite you take. So but once you find that, that restaurant, right. It yeah. has the, the perfect biscuits and gravy. Yeah. That's that's my dish. That's my go-to. That I, I got have. something in there that I'm going to have you try later. All right. All right. That uh, I want I want your opinion on. I'm excited about it. Because we made some the other night. Okay. That uh, I thought was really good. And I saved enough that we can serve you up a, a little biscuit. Okay. 
after the podcast. So yeah, biscuits and gravy. Now that's one that if I would have put that in front of you when you were young, oh, not a chance. There's You'd no way. still be sitting there pouting if I told you that you're not getting up until you finish this. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not one of the ones that, that you would have gone for. No. in biscuits and gravy, you know, the, the key thing is, is the sausage, you know, I mean, obviously you can get the biscuit, it's need to be fluffy, you know, and that, but the, this, there has to be good chunks of sausage mm -hmm. and it has to be spicy, mm -hmm. at least a little bit of spice to it. And that makes the perfect biscuits and gravy. Now, you know, that's sausage and sausage is great. But I will say that for me, the meat of the morning, I like that. The meat of the morning. Meat of the morning, yeah. Is bacon. I mean, it, how yeah, bacon, bacon is bacon the transcends everything. And I think at some point we were going to have a bacon podcast. Yeah, I think so. Podcast, and we haven't yet. At least I don't remember it. Maybe I, <laughs> yeah. I look back in the archives and Yeah, see. we'll have to take a look. You know, we are getting to a point uh, where we're, you know, we're over 70 now. Yeah. Podcast. But yeah, bacon. I mean, bacon just, bacon is bacon. <laughs> I mean, there's festivals for bacon right. in the Phoenix area now. Right. There are, and uh, there's also donut festivals too. That's, you know. It's just like, I don't, you know, it's just like when, when restaurants, breakfast restaurants have the option, you know, and, and they're, you're, they're taking your order and they're like, all right, would you like, you know, bacon, sausage, or. Can it's the dumbest question it's ever like, asked. It's like. The real question should be, is it, would you like to replace your bacon with sausage? With something. With something inferior. Exactly. But it's, you know, it, the obvious choice is bacon. It's bacon. So now we did go to Oinks, which is a, yeah. a place, and they, we got a flight of bacon. We have gotten a flight of bacon before, and which uh, was quite delicious. It, you know, it was good, but I was a little disappointed with the buildup. I thought it would be better. Okay. Now, okay, when you pick up a piece of bacon, and here's here's a big one for me. Right. So when I order bacon at a restaurant and they bring it to me, and if I pick up that full piece of bacon, and if there's any, like, flop. Give to it. Or bow to it. Yeah. They've messed up my bacon. Right. Take it back and cook it correctly. Because what I want is I want crisp bacon now, I don't want to cook to the point that when you put it in your mouth, it disintegrates okay. to dust because okay. you know, that's overcooked bacon, right? which is hard to do, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, I like crisp bacon. It's, it's really important. It I, depends I, to me on like what the bake, when I'm eating the bacon. Bacon on burgers, I want it to be super crisp and to just fall apart after each bite. Yeah, because you, you don't want to pull out the whole piece of bacon with your first bite. Right. But okay. if it's bacon gotcha. on the side on you know, on, on breakfast, I'd like a little give, like you said, having a little bit I mean, not like a bend to it, but I don't like it to be super crispy. Yeah, I don't like chewy bacon. No, me either. That's not that's Okay, not here's another question. Yeah. Regular cut or thick cut? Regular cut. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean thick cut is a piece of ham. Yeah, exactly. It's it. You're never that crisp. We're talking about. It's it's almost impossible. Yeah. And you know, I just don't. Again, it it's too easy to make it chewy. Yeah. And I just I know it's not for me. And especially, and this is something we haven't brought up yet, and it kind of goes in hand in hand with the, with the meat selection. And there's one that we actually didn't say, which is very relevant here in Arizona, is chorizo. Chorizo. You yeah. Know? And it's a great breakfast meat. 
you know, it's got a little spice to it, kind of a, you know, spicy sausage, but breakfast burritos. You know, when, when it comes to bacon well, in the breakfast burritos, I mean, that's, you want it to be crispy, kind of falling apart. Same thing as, I think, the the, the burger kind of bacon. The breakfast burritos. Now, you can never go thick bacon. Once that. again, you know, going back when you were young, it's kind of the, the first time in Eugene that, that I was exposed to a breakfast burrito. Yeah. And it was not something you were ever interested in. No, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, it sounded, I'm sure. But we used to go to GJ's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and get the, a breakfast burrito. GJ's, oh, I remember. And it had gr- butteriest food ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't care. They really didn't care how long their customers lived. No, not at all. Um, but they made you happy yeah, they did. that day. <laughs> uh, but we used to, I remember going down when we wouldn't go out to breakfast, I would just go down to GJ's and and get the breakfast burritos and and they were a, a two-man breakfast burrito man i mean there were a couple times that i ate a whole one by myself but it was a task yeah normally you'd split it with somebody man but now you're talking okay breakfast burritos so you you know you just the right amount of potato and the right amount of egg right cheese the whole thing a little sour cream in there and bacon and you're right you know it needs to be enough bacon again it's you know, you get a little bit of all of that in every bite. Right, exactly. And you don't find the cheese at one end or the sour cream at another. Man, there was a breakfast burrito place up in Eugene um, when I was in college that I used to go to all the time that it was incredible. They the, the potatoes were, you know, little cubes and they were just perfectly crunchy on the outside but soft on the inside and it just made for that perfect texture through the whole thing it was ah yeah i think that has to be one of my favorite if not my favorite breakfast it's got to be the breakfast well and they're and they're awesome you talk about trips to mexico yeah you know of course that was always you know going by el sol and picking up breakfast burritos for everybody now they were the smaller you know i mean it's a good meal for a person right but yeah picking up you know breakfast burritos at el sol you know on our way to to Rocky Point. Right. Nothing or, better. Or kind of anywhere. You know, any road trip. <laughs> right. Road trips to Vegas. You know, yep. it's okay. We're going by El Sol to to grab some breakfast burritos. Just a great way to start the trip. Easy. Yeah. Just can't go on Sundays. No. Yeah. Unfortunately. And actually, last time Heather and I stopped by there, it was like a, a, a weekday at 11 o'clock or noon or something, and they were closed. Weird. It, it was really disconcerting. Yeah. It was very, that's rough. Yeah. Was worried. You know, the other kinds of, you know, okay. Breakfast food, you know, toast. I love toast. Oh yeah. This morning I had toast and eggs. Yeah. You know, so having toast, that's one of the big things when you go into a restaurant is how do they deal with the toast? Yeah. You know, is it actually toast or is it warm bread? Right. Okay. And then the other thing is when they're buttering it, you know, it just, it's, it needs to have a little bit of attention paid to putting the butter on it. Right. And I can't tell you how many times I've had, you know, toast in a restaurant and it comes out and you're like, okay, if you put butter on this, I don't know where you put it. Right. Or there's a little bit that you can tell was right in the center. Right. You just like put a glob on there and didn't even spread it around. Yeah. Or here's another thing about restaurants and butter makes me think of that. (laughs) 
when you go to a restaurant and you get pancakes or your French toast or, or whatever, something that needs butter on it. Yeah. And they give you those little packages. You know, they're basically one inch square yeah. packages with the foil top on it. Right. Of butter. Or like the ones that are like actually like wrapped. Or the wrapped ones. But the ones with the foil top on it, you know, they're little plastic container. Right. They scooping it out. Okay. And for one pancake, it takes like 75 of these things. <laughs> and you're standing, you know, you just, you, you're, you're going through this and you're, you know, peeling these things off. And I got a pile of, of, you know, just, you know, garbage right now on the table. And, oh, it's, it's so infuriating. I've left restaurants before when they come out and they, and they give you one of these things, you know, or two of these little pads. And I'm like, wait a minute, what do you, what's, what's this? Yeah. You know, and no. Well, I mean, when you grew up, you know, eating at GJ's. Well, yeah, you know, and, or, you know, we, Jubies have always been known for our, our love of butter. Yeah. And, you know, give me a a little bit better delivery system here, you know, then I, you know, why do these people care whether I live, you know, an extra couple years? And I guess that's the only thought behind those little packages of butter. They're trying to save your life. Exactly. They're trying to save my life because they, they want it to be so difficult for me to get access to the butter. I feel like that should be advertised on the packaging. You know, of the little no, things of butter. I don't like, even think that they realize it. I, like, this is one tablespoon of butter to save your life. Yeah. That's, I don't even know if it's a tablespoon. It might be a teaspoon. <laughs> that would be cruel. So there's, okay, so, you know, there's there's all of these different, you know, experiences. Right. Uh, different restaurants, you know, finding one. You know, and again, on the weekends, going out to breakfast now, forget it. No. You know, you're going to be standing in line. Yeah. Most places, any, any place that's good, is going to have a line. Yeah. You know, so you got a 25 minute wait for breakfast. You know, that just doesn't work for me because, so we don't go out, Yeah, you know, on the weekends. That's why you just got to cook breakfast at home. Yeah. On the weekends, but mm-hmm. we, you know, I mean, retired, how wonderful that is. Right. You know, we can go on a Wednesday morning right? No. for breakfast. No, definitely. I mean, that's for me, you know, uh, working in restaurants, my weekends aren't always on weekends. So yeah, Definitely and that's that's just the best time, right? You know, during the week where you can go in and sit down and and uh, yeah, it's wonderful. So toast, I was talking about toast and right, right, right. You know how important toast is to the world, honestly. But one of the things, you know, having hot chocolate and toast, you know, so as we called it, cocoa and toast, right, right. You know, which was a breakfast type of thing, you know, growing up. You know, you'd, you'd make a couple pieces oh, that was of toast. For breakfast? Oh, yeah. And, you know, hot chocolate. Oh, geez. You know, and then you, of course, you dip. Right. You know, and it, you know, it's, you've really got it going when after a piece of toast or so, there's a kind of a film over the top of your hot chocolate. Yeah. That's butter. Oh, yeah. You know, so now you're buttering the toast while it's, it passes through the layer of butter <laughs> into. The layers of hot chocolate. And it only has butter on the top of the, the hot chocolate because your butter on their toast there's is so, so much butter on the toast. Yeah. So you're you're taking your 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 ultra buttered toast and, and dipping it through a film of more butter. Exactly. See now that's that's it's, a, it's the even, meaning it's a meaning of life. I don't it's, even know how the hot chocolate soaks into the, the bread at that point. It, it doesn't matter how at that point. How breach the butter? Well, and then, and then, of course, you know, then you get that piece of, of toast that you soak a little bit too long that yeah. breaks off. Yeah. Now you've got to take a fresh piece of toast 
and scoop. You're going to scoop that you, soggy piece of toast. And up. you have to, you know, so you got to get that out of there. Yeah. So yeah. now you dip that, but you can't leave that in too long because then all of a sudden. So you're on a time crunch. It, exactly. It, it becomes a game. It, well, you've got to be digital, <laughs> digital, you got to be, <laughs> you've got to be diligent Yeah. and make sure that the second piece that goes in after the first piece does not get soft. Now, so, it, so, so you, you can get it out. Strategically pick the piece that goes in after it's, if this it's, the more toasted it is so the okay. darker the toasting the more rigid it is now do you v the toast when you dip it in so it comes like a there scoop? are times it depends on the piece that's left in there and how okay. big it is okay so there's there's a whole strategy here i'm so new to this i mean but I know no that, you're not i've done no. this in the past yeah. so i don't remember like the the nuances the process and yeah so anyway that became um kind of the go-to you know and again if Maybe it's a stretch to call this a breakfast, but I, I'm going to. I remember it being like when you're cold late night or, you know, different times like that, like well, out of the pool or, or when, you know, well, yeah, the snow I'm, or something like that and you come back inside. Nothing to do with anything. But oh, yeah. So good. no, the, the thing is, it's the, one of the greatest drunk late night things to have. Right. Okay. That was, yeah. Because here's a couple things that happened with that. One of the best things. And you absolutely have to have next to your your cup of hot chocolate is ice water. Yeah, and it has to be ice water, not just water. It has to be ice water. It has to be cold. Okay. Okay. So now you're home. It's one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Right. And my brother Mike and Scott and I and whoever else is with us, uh, you know, we get back to the house, and uh, so we tell mom, you know, we're hungry. Uh, we need some cocoa and toast. And it's, it's the best, sure, you can make it yourself, right. but it's the best if somebody else is doing it. So you take a four-place toaster. Yeah. So you got the big pot of, of hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. So you, you've got that. You're sitting around the table, and you've got somebody doing a four-slice uh, toaster just as fast as it'll toast. Yeah. And then slathering it with butter, and you got your glass of ice water there. And so we used to go through really a loaf loaf and a half, two loaves of bread. Now, just, just so everyone, you know, at home is clear of how this is happening, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot of questions about it and the people's minds are wandering. Either that or they've turned the podcast off and have moved on to something else in their day. But right. let's just say that they let's have just, questions. They're here. They're, they have questions. This is exciting for them. Yeah. Um, now, like that. with that, that, you know, is this a communal plate of, of toast or does everyone have their own plate? No, no, no. It's, it's communal. So it's, you know, every man for himself with, okay. you know, how fast. So you, know, you got to be quick at your, when you're eating because right. other people are going to be grabbing. Right, because it's a rotation coming in. So it's four pieces, yeah, everyone you know, grabs cut one. in half and put down. And, and of course, there's four more now in the toaster. And it's a constant rotation okay. through that. Now, what it does for you is that, you know, the, the, the biggest problem with, you know, a night of, of binge drinking, let's say, mm. uh, is dehydration. Right. So now you, where your ice water takes care of that. Right. And then the other thing is coating your stomach and putting something in your stomach now to kind of soak up the alcohol. And that's where the toast and the hot chocolate. And of course the butter now toasts, you know, you know, that's on the toast takes care of coating your stomach. Oh Yeah. And, and now, okay, so you're good. You know, there's, there's no hangover the next day if you cocoa and toast correctly. Wow. Wow. Bold statement. No, it's true. Now. Proven. 
scientific facts. It is. Um, now, lead up question or follow not lead up follow up question. Okay. To to that kind of hand in hand with the communal toast thing. Communal hot chocolate. Has that ever happened? Has there ever been like literally like just put a bowl of hot chocolate out and everyone? No, we're not animals. I mean, come that. on. Because I guess you have to bring it up to your, you know, up to your mouth. You're not going to just dip it out. Okay. Right. No, that was a stupid question. Yeah, it it really was. I, I mean, it just. <laughs> no, we each have our, you know, right. our, our our cup of Again, hot chocolate. I'm just clarifying because the fans had questions. Okay. No, that came from you. Uh, don't blame it on them. Hey. That was just someone you. out there was wondering that. Other that was than just me. you. Oh yeah, you know it, it's like a big you know milk saucer for the cats. This one's like, no. maybe no. I don't know how your mom you know ran things. I don't know if she God, don't insult my mother. I'm not. I'm just she was or her memory. She might have been, uh, you know, very creative in her time as a mom and learning at times, and felt that that might have been something. And we that also sat worked. at a table. We didn't put it on the floor. So I don't know where well, you're just, going. It brings that. you guys closer as kids when you all have to like lean over to the bowl and you know. Okay. You and we Mike, were out drinking that night. You and Mike getting things at the same time. I could just see you both dipping and get going over the bowl and and taking that bite together. Okay, you're just you're just insulting. Mm, okay. But we were drinking, so we weren't kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so breakfast. What other things? You know, again, we talked about other countries. A little bit, yeah. Um, one of the things that I couldn't possibly do—I don't care where I was in the in in the world or how hungry I was—I can't do any kind of fish for breakfast. I've ne- I'm not sure I've heard of fish for breakfast. So what? Oh, Anthony Bourdain is—you know—he he, where he goes. I love watching his show. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's in a lot of places in Asia, and yeah, fish is is the big deal, you know. And bagels and lox—that's fish. Okay, all right. There's no, a lot I of could. people that, that do that and I just, no. There's certain flavors, a lot of savory flavors, I would say, that I would not enjoy in the morning. I mean, for me, even, you know, like uh, steak and eggs, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Isn't that something? Right? Yeah, that's it? It, chewing a steak, you know, especially the steak they use for breakfast steaks. That sounds like too much work. Yeah, I'm just not not too happy about that one. But now, just bagels. Since I touched on that, bagels and locks. Yeah. Okay. So bagels. Bagels are awesome. Bagels are amazing. It, Good you know. bagels. Oh yeah, and and the fact that you know you can do so many things with cream cheese and. Oh yeah, now there's and just toppings of and different things you can put on top of it, but All that. Yeah, bagels themselves. Now I know you've had one, and I've had many. Uh, one of the best. Zach makes an amazing bagel egg sandwich. Oh, it's so good. A breakfast sandwich. It's, and again, it's so wonderful to sit there and wait for somebody to fix something and bring it to you. Oh yeah. You know, now there are certain breakfasts. I mentioned the French toast that I make and, and some of the things that, you know, so everybody contributes, right? You know, it's like, Oh, okay. Heather makes fantastic pancakes from scratch. And, you know, I make great French toast from scratch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Zach makes the, the bagel, egg cheese sandwich. So what are you going to do when everybody's over at your house and we wake up in the morning? What are we going to have for breakfast? What, what am I making for everyone for breakfast? Um, I would have to say that 
my go-to breakfast that I'm making. Which kind of cereal are you going to serve? Right. You know, the first thing, I mean, I not to steal your thunder, I just that challah bread, French toast, is just so killer for me that I, I love making that again with some, some vanilla extract and a little bit of, of cinnamon. Um, it just, I could have 15, 20 pieces of that French toast, but that's a lot of French toast, a lot of French toast. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, some you're, bacon. you're trying to do something that, uh, eggs following in my dad's footsteps. That, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm distracted right now. Uh, we've had about five cars drive by the, the neighborhood that, jubi one studios is in now it's sitting out front and we're getting the best looks from the neighbors as they are driving home are they really yeah and it just people are looking and smiling I didn't and even waving think about that actually yeah one one uh, lady walked by on a i looked like she went down to the spa at the hot tub um and when she walked back you know she's just looking over here and smiling and waving so <laughs> maybe we'll get you know different people in the neighborhood to to know what we're doing hey there you go fun. become famous around here hey there we go yeah that's what we're talking about it. <laughs> another person waving yeah so okay well what what have we missed now with breakfast you know of course breakfast for dinner you know you mentioned having breakfast food any time of the day or night now is is totally acceptable and now are wonderful but what about beverages breakfast beverages so you have you know, fresh squeezed, uh, I know we talked about hot chocolate, but you have the fresh squeezed orange juice or juices in general. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, me and, you know, our household growing up, it's, you know, I would have a tall glass of milk with my, with my cereal. <laughs> That's how much I love milk. <laughs> oh yeah. Milk. Yeah. Milk is an entire food group yeah. with Jubies. Exactly. So I, I think that, you know, the beverages is, is a big thing too. Um, having, uh, you know, having that, uh, having coffee, we haven't talked about coffee, you know, good coffee is, is really important. You know, orange juice now see with me where I've gotten to in my life is I love coffee. Yeah. But, and for years and years and years, I drank coffee black. Right. Okay. And I'm not there anymore. No. So I'm all about the additives. Yeah. I just, if I go to Starbucks, you know, I'm getting a mocha. Right. And, you know, if, if I'm at a restaurant, I want some French vanilla. And yeah. of course at home, you know, I've got the big, you know, nine gallon dispenser of, of the <laughs> French, French, vanilla, French creamer. vanilla creamer. But yeah, that's awesome. You know, it just. Are there yeah. any other juices, any other beverages that you go outside of that? Like, do you ever dabble in like apple? Well, I like apple juice. I never have apple juice. That's one of those things that you, when you think about it, you know, I like apple juice. Yeah. But I never have apple juice. I, I drink apple juice frequently. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, super refreshing. Yeah. Easy to drink. Um, apple juice with some uh, some apple crown royal. Oh. It's really good. Okay. You know, it just gives you more sweetness to the already sweetness. I love a good Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah, we got the Bloody Marys, we got the mimosas, which was mentioned earlier, but a good mimosa, I mean, that's that's dangerous. But, um, yeah, Bloody Marys, you know, funny story about Bloody Marys, um, you know, you're, I know your love for Bloody Marys, mm -hmm. and so that was something that when I 
um, on my 21st birthday. Yeah. Uh, I, I was flying, yeah, I was flying to Vegas and, uh, I had stopped in man somewhere in California. I forget exactly where it was, but I don't even think there was a city there. It was just an airport. And, uh, but there was a bar at, at the terminal. Um, it was small, super small. Um, and I ended up sitting there and I think I remember texting you or asking you what I should order. And you said, bloody Mary, um, or it was someone, maybe it wasn't even you. And good story. I remember ordering it (laughs) and it was terrible. That is the worst drink ever. Like I don't, yeah, it's not good at all. But yeah, that was that was my first uh, drink as a but that's twenty one year old. Yeah, well, and it should have been. Hmm. I think eventually it's 10 o'clock in the morning, so I guess it was the right call. Which is yeah, it's the perfect time. It became an acquired taste for me. You know, initially a Bloody Mary, no thanks. Our second Super Bowl trip. So this is nineteen eighty five, and we're in Eugene. We've been out the night before, and yeah, there's there's audio somewhere. Yeah. There, there's a lot of documentation of this trip. Evidence. And I remember the, the next morning, and we went to the Shiloh to watch it on the big screen. Okay. And Pat was so hungover that the idea of drinking anything just would yeah, send him off to the restroom. Right. And so we're sitting down, you know, and it's in the morning, and before the pregame starts and all this kind of stuff, and I'm sitting there thinking, Bloody Mary. I'm having my first Bloody Mary. This is going to be awesome. And they brought it to me and I had the same reaction that you had. I thought it was disgusting. Why would anybody do this? I'm not a tomato juice guy. No. And so I'm just like, oh, and it has all the, you know, the, the vegetables and and the stuff spicy and sticking out of it. And I'm like, so I, I sat it over in front of Pat because he obviously didn't order a drink because as stated earlier, So I sat it over in front of him and ordered something else. And of course, you know, I got going and by this time, you know, John had, had slept most of the evening of the night before. And so he was raring to go. He felt great. And Mike was pretty peaked, but that bloody Mary sat in front of Pat through the entire game. So I think it sat in front of him. Uh, Finally, the celery was wilting. Yeah. You know, it's like six hours it, it sat in front of him. But since then, I have developed really a taste for, for Bloody Marys. And yeah. now I love them. Interesting. And, you know, like you say, a little bit of spice. And there's some different things that you can do to them. That it, it really, there's nothing better than, uh, you know, going to, you know, during football season like now, heading to a bar and they have a Bloody Mary bar. You know, and, and Worcestershire sauce and you like choose what you want inside of it. Oh, you make your own. They, all they do is they bring you the glass with the vodka in it. And then you, you put whatever, you know, uh, ingredients that you want to put into it. Accoutrement. Yeah. You know, and they'll have, you know, either just tomato juice or they'll have Bloody Mary mix and spicy Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. And, but you know, it's celery salt and it's Worcestershire sauce and it's a little hot sauce and it's different things that you put into it. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's I love them. So terrible. You got to work on that. Eh. You really do. You, you just, your, your eh. palate will develop. Eh. Now you we'll can't see. just stop. You can't we'll just say, we'll see. We'll see how that cookie crumbles. Yeah. 
<laughs> so other than that, you know, I don't know any other beverage. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do like me some chocolate milk, but yeah, it kind of goes with the whole milk thing. No, other than that, I don't think so. I don't think there's too much else, although we're probably wrong and there's probably something else out there. Well, hey, if there is folks, you know, let us know, shout out and let us know what, what you prefer for breakfast. Yeah. On our website or at Jubitake at Facebook. You know, breakfast is just a wonderful thing. Yeah. And it really should be taken advantage of more by the population and by everyone and by us. I think we should all. Okay. Have you ever had breakfast train? Have you ever had a day now that we've established the fact that you can have breakfast for any meal? Yeah. Have you ever had a day where you've gotten up? Let's say you got a day off. Okay. You know, so you're doing whatever you want all day. Right. And you get up and you have a nice breakfast. Okay. And then, you know, you do whatever you do during the day. Okay. And then for dinner, having breakfast again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's happened. Nice. And I'm not ashamed at all by saying that. Well, of course not. Why no. would you be ashamed? No, I'm just, it's, I don't know, because some people might think that that's double double dipping in yeah, the whole the, breakfast the, thing. and it's Like we mentioned earlier, you know, forget the haters. Yeah, that's true. Good point. No, I did. No, I've never done a three breakfast day. You know, where you wake up and you got some pancakes and then maybe, you know, midday you do a donut, you know, and then a cereal and then at night you do uh, like an omelet. Yeah. Eggos. That's not breakfast food. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? That's not a breakfast food. It's a waffle. No, it's not. It's an ego. I'm not a fan of egos. Egos, okay. Egos are great. Okay. All right. So we have a little disagreement here. So do you like the frozen French toast then? No, that's gross. Okay. No, that's the French toast sticks. Has to have. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Breakfast, fast food breakfast. No, I can't. I have. I know. I just don't. No. Okay. The other day, I went and got my hair cut. Okay. And then I'm off to a hockey game. Right. In the West Valley. Okay. And so, you know, I'm there when they open. I get my hair cut. I need something to eat, but I'm, you know, transiting to a hockey game on the West Side. So right next door to the haircut, you know, to the to the barbershop. Actually, it's a salon, folks. I don't go to barbershops. <laughs> you don't look this good from a barbershop. Not with those golden locks. So there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Right next door. Okay. Now, everybody knows my affinity for donuts and... Oh, yeah. But you know what? I went, hey, listen, I'm going to do one of their breakfast sandwiches. This might be a good idea, you know, so I'll do, you know, whatever, if it's on a bagel or or okay, English muffin, however they do it. I don't know. Right. So I ordered one of their um, breakfast sandwiches. And so I've got it in, you know, in the car. And so I'm up to the freeway, I'm on the freeway, so I grab it out of the bag, and this is the first thing that tells me that this is not something that's going to be good. It was still 3,000 degrees. Oh my gosh. So that tells me that they microwaved the crap out of this thing. So whatever was in there, whatever texture it had, is now rubbery. Exactly. So, you know, this isn't, this isn't something that was warmed any other way than, It was know, nuked. It was nuked hard. Yeah. Hiroshima. So 
I finally, you know, I, a few more miles down the freeway, I can pick it up. And so I kind of open up the, the paper, you know, and I'm trying to make this so, so I can take a bite of it. And it was the worst thing in the history of food. Ugh. It was so disgusting. Whatever they were trying to use or, or create the egg-like substance right. in this thing. That's the thing that's was, killer. Wasn't working. For me, because every single fast food place, it's got to be fake, fake eggs. And everything, you know, Dunkin' Donuts supposedly is getting a, you know, a better reputation for, yeah, you better know, coffee, better coffee, you know, better Obviously, food, all this know, kind of stuff. Good donuts. Yeah. Wow. This thing was so disgusting, man. I finally ended up with one, a little piece of the bagel that, that wasn't totally destroyed that I could, you know, rip that, off and eat that a I could bit. eat and, and have something in my stomach before I got to the hockey game. Yeah. I will never go to a Dunkin' Donuts ever again Jeez. for anything, not even their donuts. Whoa. You know, there's the better places as it is, as we've noted yeah, before. Exactly. See podcast donuts. Yeah. And we're going to do another one. Yeah. We have yeah, to figure out. Better. We have to figure out. There's a, there's a couple. I want to do the bacon and we need to do that over at the Casper's because John Casper does a pork belly and he cures his own bacon. So we're going to get some like bar S brand cheapo bacon and some, you know, rights. Okay. Bacon, which is a little bit better. And then some of John's. What about, gonna... what about like, we got to get some other high end bacon, like some AJ's, like the best bacon we could find in town. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And we'll do a blind taste test with bacon. Yeah. So that's coming up folks. Look for that one. Soon. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're constantly thinking of different things that we can do for the podcast. You yeah. know, once again, uh, if anybody has an idea of something they want to hear us talk about, you know, drop us a line, whether it's on Facebook, we have, you know, whether it's, it's Adam's Facebook page, my Facebook page, or the Jubitake Facebook page, or you can leave a comment with, uh, the Jubitake.com on our website, but anything you think that, uh, you want us to talk about, but yeah. It's uh, that bacon thing. I think it's going to be a winner. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Can't wait. And oh, bacon donuts. I think we had one. Yeah. Maple bacon. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had, uh, yeah, some bacon on top of, uh, of a, a maple donut. <laughs> sounds weird, but it is delicious. No, it sounds wonderful. It doesn't sound weird at all. Mm-mm-mm. And folks, uh, keep going to, uh, to our website to, to click on the Amazon button to do your shopping. Yeah, uh, we want to thank everybody that's done that, and we've been able to. Uh, we're we're a couple dollars short of of being able to order a, a car. I think. Ooh, yeah, transportation it's, for the podcast. Yeah, it's, that's it's, huge, guys. That opens it, up so many doors for us. Yeah, maybe a matchbox car though. This show is going to get anyway. so much better if we can travel. Yeah, yeah, we can put this baby on the road. Yeah, go uh, cross country. All right, guys, we'll keep it coming. Yeah, it's nice. Appreciate it. All right. Well, if you guys want, there's going to be more perspectives later.
Of today, we're sending out 